the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome our worldwide audience for another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. It appears every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, faithtalk1360.com, and then it becomes a podcast in the stream. And you can, if you, we are a listener, um, sustained radio show so if you'd like to do that at our at our uh, our website is rescueradioshow.org where you can even donate if you'd like to do that i'm really excited about our guest today um jamie and tabitha lee hi guys hi hi uh jamie and tabitha um this is going to be a great story and a fun show uh welcome to the rescuers radio show first of all so that uh, our worldwide audience gets to know you both. Uh, let's begin with your backstories, beginning with you, Tabitha. How did you get to this point in your life? And then we'll follow that up with uh, with Jamie's backstory. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Take your time. So I, yeah, I was raised uh, in missions. My parents were full-time missionaries with a child evangelism fellowship. So uh, my first time teaching children, I was 12 years old. Wow. And did that, uh, an open air evangelism. And uh, I went on to um, get to do some training and teaching even into my upper teen years, 18, 19, um, and then went to Bible college. And uh, from there, I ended up serving with my parents in full time ministry um, for several years. And uh, from there, I moved on to uh, church ministry. And uh, was a children's director and a youth director for a short time, about six years in total. And uh, the Lord opened up another opportunity at a large church for me to be a children's director there. And in all of this time, I'm also working on my education and finished a bachelor's in, from Liberty University. Nice. And um, in 2019, I finished a master's degree in biblical counseling um, from Calvary Chapel University. And uh, the Lord began to lay on my heart the desire and the need for training of our young people um, in the church, the ones who are coming up and will be leading our children's ministries and our youth ministries and, and other ministries in the church. So I began to write a curriculum that would be a, at a college level for them to nice. uh, be trained. And so that's kind of my back history in ministry. <laughs> I really never stepped out of ministry. It's just kind of morphed and changed, but all within the same line. And um, 
to go back, I actually uh, received Jesus as my savior when I was four and a half years old. Oh my gosh. I remember it vividly. I remember who the person was that shared the gospel. Really? Yeah. Still remember the church building I was in and everything. And uh, so that's part of my heart as well, that the church recognizes the need for children to hear the gospel. So uh, growing up in a family of missionary uh, mission related uh, parents, you, you must have moved around a lot. Well, my parents actually uh, based themselves um, in the Texas Panhandle, and my dad did quite a bit of traveling around Texas. Um, so they were stateside missionaries, um, which is unfortunate because I never got to learn a second language, you know, but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only downfall there. But uh, yeah, so that was one reason I was able to do so much ministry with them um, over the years is because it all happened. A lot of it happened out of my home and out of their office. And uh, we were we were with them. So and you guys live in Amarillo, Amarillo today, right? Yes, that's correct. In the panhandle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, that's where we live right okay. now. That's our home base. Hey, Jamie, uh, let's take let, tell us your backstory, um, and and uh, how did you get to this point in your life uh, history? Well, um, I was always a voluntold, so I always helped her. My <laughs> <laughs> I would always, you know, help with camp. Um, I worked twenty two years in IT at a local hospital, nice. but you know, I would always help her with camps and and different ministries over the summer that we would do. Um, and then in 2020, um, I was hired on full-time at the um, at a church here in Amarillo that we both served at and did their um, IT and, you know, videography and photography and stuff. So that kind of got my feet wet into the, you know, ministry world. The world of full-time ministry. Well, yeah, full-time <laughs> ministry, not just as a voluntold. So. Yeah. And then, um, you know, that's, I think that's where it comes, where we work together so well is like, I'm kind of more of the behind the scenes. I do our website and the videography and the photography and get everything scheduled. And she's the, uh, she's the teacher. She's the, uh, in front of the camera and stuff. (laughs) So that's kind of the here and now, but you were born in a different place and you were raised a little differently than Tabitha, right? Um, yes. Um, so, um, I was kind of all over the place too. Um, my parents were divorced at an early age and then, um, my mom, you know, was in and out of boyfriends and different stepdads. So I was, you know, kind of had a little rough life growing up, but it's, it's a great testimony on my part. I was saved in Hemet, California in 1985, um, kind of like at a, backyard Bible school, um, like a little camp that they were doing and, um, um, you know, accepted Christ. And then I just knew from that moment, it was just, I could always, you know, felt like the Lord was always kind of directing my paths kind of away from, you know, and I can look back now and just see like all the steps that were made to get me where I'm at now. And I, I, I didn't know it at the time. It felt, <laughs> it felt real miserable, but I can look back now and see, you know, that the Lord had his hand mm-hmm. the whole time. And it was, it's yeah. really neat to see. So. Isn't the backstory a lot easier than living through it, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. At, at so, the time it's, it's really, really hard. Oh, but I yeah, know. It's, it's really tough. It's painful. 
but the Lord has just, you know, just blessed us in so many ways and, and meeting Tabitha and, and we've been married for 14 years now. And it's just, so you get to, and now we get to do ministry together, which is just amazing. You know, the two stories are quite different, both in your, in your walks with the Lord and your vocations. It's like two powerful people joined together under the same banner. It's wonderful. Yes, absolutely. So uh, how was it uh, when you stepped down from church positions in 2021? Uh, something <laughs> else started happening in, in your life at that time. Yeah, so um, fall, October of 2021, uh, Edify Kid Men had already been in the works, uh, born, so to speak. Um, but it was a side ministry to our full-time ministry, which was in the church. Um, and we recognized that the Lord was opening so many doors for us, um, that we were burning the candle at both ends, as they say. And, um, we knew the Lord was really pushing us. Um, there's really not a better way to say it. We joke around that we jumped in feet first. We both stepped down from full-time positions and had just started support raising barely right before that. And so, uh, it was kind of a, if we're doing this, you know, we're all in and, um, you know, the Lord tends to make us uncomfortable when he wants us to move. And, um, and so we had to listen to that voice of the Lord and the situations and recognize that was him pushing us. And, uh, he's been so faithful. I tell you, we have a story from when we first began in October, um, early November, a church we'd already done some training with their team. Um, we went in and we were just visiting with them and telling them that we had jumped in and um, they blessed us with a considerable gift because we really were praying at that point, like, Lord, are you going to take care of us? Like, <laughs> big deal. We just went from yep. two full-time paychecks to zero paycheck. And um, they handed Jamie a check and he put it in his pocket and I had left for another meeting and he left after me and called yeah. me. Of course, crying. <laughs> I, of course. I just, you know, it's, it's one of those that you finally let go of the reins and let, and let just Lord have control mm-hmm. and he blesses you. Yeah. And it's, and it was, it was amazing to see that. And obviously we understand it's not all financial, but the Lord uses that so often to encourage us yep. that we're going in the right place. It's when other people are praying for you and they tell you that, mm-hmm. and then you see doors opening and you see finances, um, the blessing there. Um, when you didn't really try that hard, you know? And, uh, so we really felt like the Lord, um, was giving us a giant go ahead. Like you're on the right path. <laughs> Keep moving forward. Yes. So it's kind of a lot the way this radio show was formed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, so you guys have worked things out, out as, as husband and wife to, to, join together in in this entire effort that's amazing too yeah not uh, everybody can do that <laughs> yeah you're, that's right i mean i i can't make this radio show work by myself my wife yep. dinah is <laughs> is in this with me and yes. uh, she does a lot of the heavy lifting and and uh, to keep the show going but uh, i know how that works and has to work that way and god is just amazing but uh, tell us, uh, first of all, uh, if you're just now joining the program, uh, my guests are Jamie and Tabitha Lee, um, the creators of Edify Kid Men. And we're going to get uh, down into that in just a moment. But um, uh, 
Uh, tell us more about that ministry and exactly what it means. What is Edify Kidman? What is that? Yeah, so we, we get this question uh, once in a while if you're not already in the children's ministry realm. So edify means to instruct and train in religious knowledge. And, you know, we use the word edification in the church world quite often. Um, there's scripture with that word in it. You know, it's to building up of the saints. Um, and then kidmen is literally short for kids ministry. Mm. And um, so we're building up kids ministry. Clever. We're encouraging, training, instructing. And so often we get a little bit of a confusion. People think that we're teaching children, um, which of course I've done plenty of, but my heart is really to train an army of people to teach children. Okay. So, um, and you've been doing that for a long time, right? Uh, Correct. Yeah. Teaching mm-hmm. children. So, yes. um, you you said something in in the in with the information I received from you that I'm really interested in hearing. Uh, what do you mean by the goal of equipping the saints to serve children? Right. So, um, you know, children's ministry in the church, unfortunately, has um, long been treated as childcare or babysitting, um, and, and a lot of times it's because the saints haven't been equipped. The ones in the church who feel called to the children's ministry haven't actually been trained to do the work of the ministry. Like I previously told you, I was saved at the age of four and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, So I find it extremely important that we are training our teachers and volunteers that are serving in the children's ministry of our churches to know how to share the gospel with children, how to counsel them for salvation, how to teach them God's word and apply it to their lives. You know, we expect our pastors and youth pastors to be well-equipped and trained. And often we don't expect that same level from our children's ministry. Hmm. And the, and the unfortunate part about that is that most people will come to know the Lord as their savior um, before the age of 18. So we're looking at a really, that childhood age range um, is where a lot, most people will come to know the Lord. And yet a lot of times we wait till they're in youth group before we start doing that. So ha, were there books written? Did you, have you done materials to address that and to train those, uh, those saints? Right. So I wrote a college curriculum. And um, when I realized that the church was open to training and, and desired it and wanted it, I took that college curriculum. It was a four semester course I had written for people in uh, Bible college who are wanting to do children's ministry. And I redirected it towards those already in the church, already serving, um, already volunteering and teaching children. And um, so I offer right now currently about 23 to 25 classes um, that I will come in and teach uh, to a church's children's department or even youth department, um, those who are teaching, those who are volunteering, and they can all cart those classes or they can choose to start off with our foundational series. Um, and we come in and do that for them. And what I understand, uh, you and Jamie are, you're doing some traveling with this training and, uh, not just in your, in your hometown or, or Amarillo, you're, you're moving around to do yeah. the traveling and the yeah. training, right? You want to answer that? One? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, during 2020, during the first part of 2020, we bought a, uh, a 2007 Sprinter van. It was an old FedEx van and, um, during that year, I 
completely renovated it and made it into like our home, an RV, an RV basically. So um, that way we're able to travel to the churches and not have to do flights and not have to have hotels that we can actually come and stay in their parking lot or somewhere when during that training time. So if we come in for the weekend, we can say, Hey, can we stay in your parking lot? We have, we're doing the training for you. And then they're not out. We're using the Lord's money wisely. Um, we're, when, you know, so we're able to travel to these locations and just stay and we're self-contained. We don't have to have a plug-in or anything like that. We have solar nice. panels and water and how awesome is that? That's, that's 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 really logistics at the uh, the utmost, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're training not only the youth ministry leaders, but you probably sit in on sessions to see how they're how they're delivering this information to the children. Um, yeah, occasionally I'm able to sit in on uh, the children's ministry program or youth ministry program and see where they're at, how they're doing. A lot of it is um, meeting with the children's director, meeting with the youth director and just asking them where they're at, how they're doing, um, what is the need that they see in their team? Because generally a director, especially the ones who are full-time and even those that are lay or part-time, you know, they know what the need is. They, they see where things are missing or lacking and, um, and they know that, hey, this would be a great opportunity for my team to grow. Yeah. And, and truly, we want to come in and encourage because most people who serve in children's ministry, there's a bit of a check the box attitude hmm. um, where like I did my time. That's kind of one of the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I served yeah. in the nursery for a year. Check that box. We're done. Um, but when it's your calling and when it's your gifting to be with the children and to teach God's word, then there's no check the box. You know, we, we don't see that in scripture that we check the box and we're done with. That's where the depth comes from. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so to go in and encourage someone's team that you're doing what God's called you to do, what he's gifted you to do. Um, You know, I tell children's directors all the time, a lot of times your team is gifted, but they're not trained. So we can be really good if we're gifted. We can also be good if we're trained Mm -hmm. and not gifted, but if you're gifted and you're trained, then you're great. So we want these children's ministry teams not to just be good, but to be great and for their kids and their ministries to come to know the Lord as their savior. That's the ultimate goal. That's incredible. And, and, and very impressive that you've, you've created the, uh, uh, the way for them to, to teach the gospel at such a young age to the children. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's surprisingly simple. Um, I think as adults, we make it far more complicated than it needs to be. Charles Spurgeon is often quoted um, in children's ministry realm. And one of the things that he talks about is that children can understand the Bible. We don't think that they can, but when we start them in the gospel of John, um, Jesus made sure that it was written. God made sure it was written for them to understand as well as you and I. And uh, we don't give them the credit for that. And we don't think they can learn, so we don't want to tell them. We don't think they can understand it, but they actually can. And the gospel is simple. It's not a sim- it's not simplistic by any means. Right. But it's simple enough for a small child to understand by faith, and recognizing that they haven't built up the walls that adults have built up. There is not sin issues holding them back. Um, they readily believe 
and mm. um, want to understand the gospel. So, Jamie, uh, if, if I'm understanding your background in IT, you probably, you, you're not traveling physically all the time. You, you can do a lot of this through Zoom or, or web, uh, web pieces, yeah. right? Yeah, true. We can, but we just, we see the, just the, I guess the, what word am I trying to say? The ministry, the, the, the connection, the, the connection, just yeah. that, just that one-on-one when you go and, you yeah. know, we can send emails and talk with them, but when you physically go and you talk to that children's director, it's, I mean, they, it's like, they come alive. They they see the passion and they see like the need and in just the excitement. And we do have some videos and stuff that we have on our um, website and that we have, you know, that we've done, but it's more of a, like, if you miss this session, then you can always take it and like, then come the next day. If you, if you're going to have to miss a, miss a, miss a session one night or something. Cause we just that one-on-one that fellowship is, is we just see the need of that. Well, and that's the important a uh, piece of human uh, relationship, right? I mean, right. No, nothing, right. nothing tops that. Yeah. So, we often, oh, oh, go sorry. ahead. We often see in the church that uh, children's directors or leaders are sent away to conferences. They come back really excited about mm-hmm. what they've learned and been encouraged, but then their team doesn't get that. So one of the things that we have seen um, is that we want to be able to go into these churches and they you know, have a workshop that day and I do the training and they get to bring their entire team in and encourage them and bless them and appreciate them. And so the team gets encouraged by training that someone other than someone they don't know. And, (laughs) um, and the children's director gets to sit back and enjoy it and just appreciate their team. Right. So it's that one-on-one it's the people coming up and asking me questions it's the hugs, you know, um, the encouragement and, you know, the church needs that. Yes. It really does. So if you had a guess, you, you, have, you probably have more, more of a, uh, more than a guess, but how many lives would you say have changed, um, and been saved both to the leaders and the children? Any idea? Wow. Well, it's we gotta started- be a bunch. Yeah, yeah, so we're one year in as far as the ministry um, actually doing training and, and teaching with Edify Kidman. Um, I, I, I wouldn't even have a guess if you talked about my entire life. But, um, you know, in the last year, I would say we've trained probably maybe 200 people, yeah. something like that. And um, we actually had a teenager take the class and I used her as my um, guinea pig, so like to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so I was using her and asking her the questions I would ask a child. Like she was doing the training. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I found out the next week that she got saved after that because it was the first time she'd ever really understood the gospel. And um, because she was having to really listen to what I was saying so she could <laughs> answer the questions. And so um, she, we actually got to see her get baptized the next week. Oh, and I had no idea. I was just using her, you know, as the guinea pig and she, showing she, how to share the gospel with the child using her. And um, so that just goes to show even our young people that might be serving in our children's ministry, if they go to those trainings, there's a real possibility they get saved at the training because they're getting to hear the clear gospel message. Well, and you're, you're a, uh, a great example of how young four years old. Yeah. And, and if once they get a hold of that, great things happen correctly. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, so they can, they can at, at even a young, a young age absorb the gospel. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a whole life that can be lived for the Lord mm. when saved as children. Uh, when an adult is saved, there's a lot more for them to work through. And uh, a lot of times half of a life is gone. And uh, not that they still can't serve the Lord and that, you know, God can't use them greatly. Um, but man, to be saved as a child and to see God working on their life from that moment forward is incredible. What a blessing. It's a blessing as well. Yes. So um, we're coming towards, we're in our last couple of minutes here. Um, how can people contact you and in in the ministries? Yeah, so um, we have a website. It's uh, edifykidmin.com. Um, that's E-D-I-F-Y-K-I-D-M-I-N.com. And um, that's a great way to reach us. Um, on there, you can send us an email. You can sign up for our emails. We send out an update once a month where we're at, who we're teaching. We even have a little map on there that Jamie added to our website that tells you where we are in the country. <laughs> Yeah, at the time. Um, Upcoming, we will be doing trainings in New Mexico and in um, California. So we'll spend a good portion of our summer in those two states. Nice. Uh, But we are booked right now through October. So um, generally, the booking goes out a little ways. And we're on social media. Oh, yes. We're also on social media. So we have Facebook, uh, Edify Kidman, and uh, Instagram as well. All right. Edify Kidman is the ministry, and Jamie and Tabitha Lee are the the uh, rescuers, and that's <laughs> you're both a rescuer. So yeah. God's yeah. blessing to you, and thank you for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank God you bless. Very much. Thank you, Mark. Uh-huh. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.